Dear Ask the Dog Guy, I was wondering if I could get some advice about a dog I sometimes look after. She's a three-year-old Labradoodle. She's living between two houses currently, but in recent times I've minded her, I've noticed a big change in her behavior. She used to be great off-lead. Now she bolts when an opportunity arises and she seems completely unsettled, almost like she doesn't know a safe place anymore. Her owners have noticed these behavior changes also. Do you happen to have any tips on what can be done? Thanks. Jessica in Sligo, Ireland. Well, Jessica, it looks like uh, three ho three homes, really. It's, uh, if I read this correctly, we've got living between two houses currently, but in recent times, I've minded her, which to me, in my mind, that means three places, but even two. So the dog's three years of age. I can tell you, as a rule of thumb, dogs, once they hit three years of age, Whatever you've seen in their behavior up to that point is unlikely to change unless there's been a drastic change in their lives. And I don't know whether this living in between two houses is a recent change or, uh, um, or, or something else. Sometimes it's a health issue. But um, I'm going to assume this is a fairly new change in day-to-day in, in, uh, -day routine. So... Um, Th something's changed. Lack of consistency. Years ago, I, I got a, a, a phone call from uh, the provincial courts uh, telling me that I had been assigned to a uh, court case and it was the disposition of property in a uh, divorce case. And uh, it, in my region anyway, the uh, a dog is considered property. And this was the last, this was the last pardon the pun, bone of contention uh, between the husband and wife. And so it just has so happened that the, 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 uh, the lawyers for both the husband and the wife um, and the judge all had been clients of mine. And so they, uh, they decided that they would uh, have me make the decision as to where this dog would go. So anyway, I did the interview and I, I think they... I think there was sort of an assumption that, all right, it's kind of like a kid, so it'll spend weekends with dad and whatever. And that's not what I, once I, I, I you know, got to interview everybody and see the dog with them, it, it seemed pretty apparent to me that um, the dog was being used as leverage or a weapon against the, the lady of this in this situation. So um, uh, she, she sincerely wanted what's best for the dog. And so she got the dog and the other people got uh, nada. Um, and uh, I, I don't think they missed anything out of it. I think they, they truly were just being malicious about it. But in this case here, um, I would be kind of looking at, you know, uh, unlike a child, the dog, well, children need uh, uh, continuity and, and, th and having everybody on the same page. That's very, very difficult in the, in the best of situations. Uh, but with a dog, it's certainly true as well. And uh, uh, so I, I, that's my first suggestion here. Second suggestion, well, the suggestion being um, maybe put the dog in one home and, uh, um, and, and provide some uh, consistency. Now, if not, some other things that I would look at is sometimes the rules are different, as it is with kids in different households, and there's certain rules you don't mess with, with either a child or a dog. With the dog, it's, I would be looking to see if this Labradoodle has been looking out windows in one house uh, or spending time in the yard or the garden where um, in, in an unsupervised manner because 
that's something that can contribute to overstimulation outside because inside they're kind of getting their evolutionary programs triggered, prey and uh, uh, territorial infringement, all that kind of stuff. And it can get them wound up so when they get outside, they can't even think. They just run to the nearest thing that they've been looking at the window uh, through. So that's a possibility. You mentioned uh, uh, here, I would made in my notes that uh, she doesn't know a safe place anymore. And I didn't take that to mean while she was out and about. I thought, I think you were maybe perhaps alluding to what I was just saying is maybe she needs some stability here in one home or they got to get their acts together and have the exact same rules. Um, tips on what to do. Well, either way, we got to get her back on track. And uh, to me, uh, I, I don't need any dog I own to be lassie, but if I like to go hiking, or camping or fishing or I want to take my dog and that means if I say come I want to see grass stains on the pads of their feet um, that that's a freedom granting exercise if they do it like a job so uh, normally you know, if it if the cycles broken and I don't have enough information so I'm gonna err on the side of caution here but if I was taking that dog anywhere I would put that dog on a long line. Just remember this rhyme. I often mention it in my podcast. If a dog can't be caught, it can't be taught. But it's learning anyway. So come means if you got a minute, check your day timer now. You need to break that cycle. So what we want is the dog to be free, but not free to make mistakes. So if you went to a tack shop, you can go to a dog supply place and buy a long line for them. Uh, I'm not talking about extend the leads where you're hanging on to it. I'm talking about just a really long line. I don't like the ones they typically have at dog places because they're just basically a nylon strap which will burn the crap out of your hands or cut your hands even or your ankles if they get wrapped around. So I also would suggest going to um, a tack shop and for a dog this size, getting a horse lunge line, 30 feet, buy two of them and tie them end to end if you're, if you're worried about your ability to get to the dog before it gets too far away from you. But uh, a, a horse ones, typically, I don't know about Ireland, but here, here in, in Canada, a horse one will be one third of the price of what they sell in the dog place and it'll be three times the quality and usually there's a little bit more padding. I still would recommend wearing boots so it doesn't get wrapped around your ankle and burn you in and uh, you, it still could wrap you and you could get tripped up but you know you just have to be savvy. Um, also depending on what you do for a living you might want to have some gloves before you grab onto that thing because uh, some people's hands are well calloused and others are, are not. But basically she's just dragging it around and she can go do what she wants but whenever you want her to come you you pick it up and you say come and she says i don't want to and you go well it sucks to be you because i wasn't asking you and you haul her in and you just love her up you want to give her a treat from time to time go ahead give her a treat but give her the biggest treat of all which is your approval that's part one part two is say good girl where you go you're free and off she goes and then immediately recall come and haul her in again and do it three times in a row and then let her be a dog again for a while. And But anytime you apply, uh, you, you ask her to do something, ask her to do it three times in a row and just, just to kind of gel the, uh, the uh, is it to, for her to be able to see a pattern and recognize what it is. I think what you'll see is you'll see her return sooner rather than later. Why did I say for a full year? Because, um, well, if she was just a wee pup, I'd, she'd be dragging a long line everywhere I went until she was an adult because that's how long I dragged my long line. 
John, where are you going? When are you coming home? Who are you going to be with? What's the phone ringing about? Mom, I'm 14. Don't you trust me? It's not the point. The point's not trust. It's not trying to reckon her freedom, but her freedom to make mistakes long enough until she hears come and she knows what, there's no choices. You have encountered every possible piece of wildlife, dog, whatever, and she has encountered the, 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 the word come and understood that it doesn't mean she can't uh, interact with a, a squirrel or whatever. But if she hears the word come, she has to stop. So that's what I would be doing to get her back on track. Um, and I don't think it'll, it'll, it'll take too much. And hopefully, uh, um, you know, if she doesn't end up in one home versus the other, she will at least be, uh, um, if you can share this with them, then, then maybe they'll, they'll uh, um, just kind of embrace the, the long line and look for things that might be undermining her recall um, uh, like looking out the window or time alone in the yard unsupervised. Hopefully that's helpful. Uh, let me know if you have any questions. If you find that any of the many free resources I provide companion dog owners via the Ask the Dog Guy YouTube channel or website have informed you, saved you time, and perhaps even saved you a little money, please buy me a copy. Alternatively, you can also become a monthly sponsor, which will go a long way to spreading the word about science and common sense in the companion dog training world. You can find details in the notes. Many thanks.